0: Hello, and welcome to my channel, Breadcrumbs. Thank you so much for joining. Um, a lot has happened in just a small amount of time, and I'm going to try to catch you guys up. So I got a, another promotion. Um, now I'm the Corporate Executive Franchising Liaison. Which I'm sure I said that correctly. It's a long title. But um, I get to work from home a lot. And it works out because I also just acquired two of my younger kids living with me f- full-time. So that's amazing. Had to go out and get all the furniture. And it's it's exciting. I'm really excited. And um, so uh, my three older ones are living with their dad and my two younger ones are living with me. And, uh that's how it's going to be for now. And then I think, like, we're going to agree to every weekend, all the siblings come together at every other household. And it's just, you know, that way they can always see each other. And then, um, we can see the other ones who don't live with us. You know, the non-custodial parents. So, um, that's that situation. And, you know, divorce is a terrible thing. And, and I really don't recommend it, um... For just, you know, any situation, this was a dire situation where I was not, I felt like I was treading water, you know, every single day living with my ex and, um, it, it really was the best solution leaving, but, um, usually that's not the best solution and I put up with it for 15 years because I tried to find every single possible, um, other solution and there wasn't one, but... Onto happier things. Um, so, my kids are amazing. My two younger ones are living with me. I get to see my other ones often. Um, my job is amazing. God is just blessing me so, so, so much. And um, also, I have a close friend who is in a impossible situation who, or who was in an impossible situation, and, um, confided in me something and was about to lose everything. I mean, had it been, you know, not prayed over, I honestly do believe that this person would have lost everything. Um, we're talking about everything. This person has kids, house, you know, um, her husband has a job. Everything would have been lost. Um, Because of the situation and I can't really go into detail what it is because this person confided in me, but um, Just know that it was an impossible situation and it was bad. It was really bad and um, Knowing you know what's ahead of them and they were gonna lose everything and they were gonna have to start all over and and um, You know I prayed with them prayed for them and told them to have faith and the outcome is um minor implications and they are not going to lose everything so it just you know goes to show you that god does have mercy and that um even they didn't even believe in him but they prayed to him and they see now that he is the answer he's the way the truth and the life and there's nothing that that happens that he doesn't know about and that he doesn't allow to happen. So, um, and I always go by the saying, you know, God works everything out for the good of those who love him. And it's true. And all you have to do is love him. And no matter what happens, he works everything out for your good. Everything. I mean, I can't even believe the situation I'm in. And it's not because of me or anything I've done. I don't want anyone to think that. Uh, yeah, I'm a hard worker at work, but so are other people, and other people, you know, work their butts off, and have been there for years, and for me to be in only two months, and to have moved up so quickly, it's, it, it's an impossible situation, Um, I'm not better than anybody, I'm just like everybody else, Um, I just trust that my God is going to lead me, um, you know, to paradise, and he is, he's, Always looking out for me. If I have the tiniest need, I'm like God. I need daycare for tomorrow because I don't know what I'm gonna do. And he he works it out. (laughs) Like it's 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 literally just talking to my dad. That's what it is. He's my dad. Like dad, I need this, you know. But I also want to stress that. I don't want to always make this relationship seem like a, you know, I want, I want, I want, I want relationship to him. Because I thank him every day, even if I don't see a movement, I thank him because there are movements. I woke up, that's a movement in itself, you know, he woke me up this morning. And lately a lot of people have just been commenting on like how overly happy I am. Well, good, really good things are happening in my life, so I'm extremely happy, but... I'm always happy. And I went into this earlier on one of my other podcasts that I'm always happy because my faith is grounded and my happiness is grounded in my faith. That's the only way to be truly happy. Everything else is a counterfeit happiness. There's nothing. You can't even put your happiness into your children. And the reason why, and, and that sounds, let me explain, let me explain before you cut me off, Um. The reason why is because even your children have a beginning and an end of their, you know, earth life. And if you were to put all your happiness in them, then one day, and, you know, not not saying it would be anytime soon, but even when they're, like, old, they're not going to be here anymore. One day they're going to pass away. So your happiness passes away with them. And God forbid anything were to happen prior to that, you'd be miserable the rest of your life. And so even something as joyful as your children, as wonderful as your children, you still can't put your happiness in them. And then also they're human. So they're going to disappoint you because everyone disappoints everyone, even, you know, unintentionally. My children have told me that they hated me before and it made me sad, it really hurt me, but, I, you know, I'm like, well, they're upset because I grounded them. So, that's why. There's a reason. But if I put my happiness in them and when they're happy, I'm happy, that that would mean that my happiness goes up and down. And, um, so I put my happiness, in, not even in your spouse. Not even in your spouse. And you are supposed to love your spouse all the time. But, um, you know, or the person that you're with. But, but... You can't even put your happiness in them because they still are human and they still will disappoint you. And God never once ever disappoints. So if you literally just put your happiness in him, that's where you store it. It's always protected. It's always, always going to be there and it weathers the storm. There's so many storms that come, but God's like, here, I'm protecting your happiness. You gave it to me. It's grounded in your faith and it's grounded in me. And that can't be shaken. He can't be shaken. So I'm always happy. And when bad things happen, I'm like, it's going to work itself out. I know it is. I mean, you know, there are situations that recently happened that I was like, oh my goodness. I don't know how it's going to work itself out, but God's going to work it out. But it's crazy and it's awful to, you know, anybody else looking in. But I know my God is protecting me and he's always looking after me. And that no matter what, even if I ended up homeless on the street, I know that there would be a reason and that God is working it out for my good. And that's, that's where... I've always wanted to be at my faith and I still want my faith to be stronger and I don't think there's ever a level where I can top out and be you know say that I've got it because you just keep learning and growing in Christ and you keep building and um, just like you know age we keep growing there's never an age where we stop growing Or, or there's never an age where we stop learning or an age where we just stop aging That's the same thing with God, you know, like we just keep learning and, you know, we grow in him and every year we get more, every growth, you know, spurt, we, we get more into him and sometimes, you know, we are at a period where it doesn't look like there's a lot of growth and then there's periods where we have growth spurts and we're just like, whoa, that happened fast. But it's just, I, I equate it to the same thing as the aging process, you know. And God doesn't expect the same thing from, you know, someone who's fresh in him as he does someone who's like, you know, a, a adult size in him. So, like, I don't expect out of my 2-year-old the same thing I do out of my 10-year-old or my 13 or 14-year-old. Because they're at different levels and I wouldn't expect my 2-year-old to do algebra I wouldn't expect my, um, you know, two-year-old to be able to get all the concepts that I'm giving her, but the same thing as God, he's like feeding us little bits and he's like, look, I know you're only this far along, I'm not going to expect you to be, you know, into all these things that I I would expect someone who is further in their relationship with me. The thing about your relationship with God is that it actually doesn't grow with time. It grows with faith and time spent with him. So you could be a Christian, a fresh Christian, and then 10 years later still be at that fresh Christian spot. Or you could be a fresh Christian and two years later be at like a 10-year spot. Like putting years on it really doesn't exactly do it justice but I'm just trying to give you an idea of like the time and how advanced you can be in Christ and the reason why is he just feeds you but you have to ask to be fed and you you constantly just have to keep sponging as much um, knowledge as you can about him and learn about him and then most importantly, have a relationship with him. Spend time with him. Praise him. Oh my gosh, I can't tell you how much. Just praising him every day. And like seeing even like a little thing. that I'm like, oh, that's God. Thank you. I just stop. And I'm like, thank you, God. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. You turn this around for me. Even if it's something really small that most people would think is really small. You know? And um, just... God has been working everything out for my good, and I know that it's because of His promise that He works everything out for the good of those who love Him. And um, I have a lot of work to get back to for work, but I just wanted to update you guys and tell you guys that you know you have somebody who always has your back, no matter what. Even if you hate Him, even if you literally despise God, and just hate him or don't even believe in him. He loves you. It's just the concept of that. Like even if you curse him every single day of your life. He loves you. Unconditionally. And he sent his son. To die on the cross. So that way you can have a relationship with him. So that way your sins are, can just be wiped away. And not not used against you. It's like being in a courtroom and you have like all these charges. And they're just stacked up. To the ceiling. And the judge is over there like. Alright well. Let's get this case started. And someone walks out. And says. No. I'm going to take all. I'm going to take. Every single one of those charges. I'm going to take the the consequences for them. Just imagine that like the feeling that you would have of freedom of the release of just like what what you're gonna take all of that i i don't have to pay the consequences for all of that and the the biggest consequence of sin is death so i mean not even like years in prison and you know all that your your consequence for sinning Is death. And Jesus took that. He wiped everything clean. Just so that way you can have a relationship with God. And God allowed that to happen. Just so you can have a relationship with him. Because that's how much he loves you. So you can hate him. You can think he doesn't exist. But he does. And he loves you. And not not just. Like the word love. Is so overused in the sense, and and not even used in the right context, it's, you know, people say, I love ice cream, I love my car, but the kind of love that it takes for a man to give up his life, and, and be tortured, and humiliated and persecuted and spit on, that kind of love is insurmountable. It is a kind of love that you can't measure. that That's not the, like, I love ice cream kind of love. I'm sure you wouldn't die for ice cream. Maybe some of you would. I, I might. No, 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 I'm just kidding. <laughs> Chocolate chip cookie dough is my weakness, but I wouldn't die for it. And just think of how much love that takes that he not only would he do it but he wouldn't hesitate to do it he would he wouldn't fight the the current he could have just made all those people just fall to their knees and bow and worship him like that's how much power he has because he is god and the cross like he could have made that disappear he could have like Every single thing that happened, he allowed to happen to him. Imagine having not only that much love in your heart to to do that for someone, but also with the flip side of that, having enough power to stop it at any given moment. And us as humans, the reason why torture works so good on like prisoners of war and things like that is because we are weak. If someone were to take a sword to our side, unless you are really, really, really properly trained in the, like, the military and even military people who are, have just been through it still have a problem with torture. He was tortured and he had the power to just stop it. And I, honestly, in my weakness, if someone were torturing me I would, and I knew that I had the power to just make him stop, I would. I'm human, I'd know that that would be my reaction because pain is not not something that I want. He allowed that I mean just just like think he didn't just die for us, but he allowed everything to happen to him when he had the power to stop it, and then God looking down on him like all the sins that piled on top of his son like I mean he even had to turn his head. Because there was so much sin, I couldn't even look for you know a second. Just how how much love it takes for them, for God, and His Son. To to have done that. So. I mean. Even the ones that like I can I can see some people will die for their kids, and that that's you know, that's actually a very common thing, that people love their kids so much that they would die for them, and the same goes for some people for their parents, and, you know, people that, that love you, can you imagine someone that doesn't love you, that hates you, and that wishes you were never there, or doesn't even have a relationship with you, or or think that you're even there like they don't acknowledge you would you die for someone like that i wouldn't but god did jesus did so like it's just it just boggles my mind that people don't accept him because of everything that he's done and that he's currently doing like he's currently taking care of me in every way shape and form my god has completely taken care of me when I, a year ago, left with nothing. I had nothing. I had no money. I didn't know where to live. I had none of my kids with me. I knew that I had to leave because it was a toxic situation. And I was in it for 15 years. And I was like, I- I'm going to trust. I didn't have that much faith at that time was building. It was. It started a small little mustard seed and that's all it takes to move a mountain and he moved mountains. He moved entire mountain ranges for me because one year later I am financially stable um, where I can, you know, I'm comfortable. I'm not rich but I'm comfortable where I can you know, not have to worry about bills, Um, I have a vehicle, I have I two, actually, I have a company cell phone, company laptop, company, like, stuff, then I have my own personal stuff, God made sure that my children, Mm -hmm. who are now coming to stay with me, or now are living with me, They have everything that they need and it's just a constant like he's always like i feel like god is like do you have everything you need do you need anything else like all the time and i don't want that needy relationship where i'm like god i need this god i need this god i need this because i don't even have to ask i i do sometimes but i don't have to he knows what i need and he provides it and I want to spend most of my time worshiping him and just praising him for the amazing and omnipotent and awesome God he is. And even when, I want to make this clear too, I don't just worship him when good things happen. Even when bad things happen, um, and people who know me also know that I do this, even when bad things happen, I go to him and I'm like, Lord, I know you're working it out. I'm not I'm not going to worry about it. I love you, and you're amazing, and you're awesome, and I praise him, like, like, for hours sometimes. And I and I just praise him and just love on him, and it's it's really an amazing experience to love on him and um, and praise him and spend that time with him and and yes I do that when good things happen but when other things in my life aren't going so well I still do it as if I just had a really great things happen because I know that he's working everything out for my good and that he has a reason for it and that I'm not going to I'm not going to lose faith and I'm not going to let doubt creep in and the enemy is so good at getting in your head so good because I have a lot of faith but, doubt. I'm not going to lie, doubt creeps in. There are times when I'm like, oh wait, coincidence maybe? But no, I do not attribute anything to coincidence. I do not attribute anything to irony. I am 100% convinced that as long as i am praising my god loving my god and listening to him and obeying him and obeying the commandments that i'm exactly where i need to be exactly when he needs me to be there and that he's always taking care of me and there is no coincidence insight at all i don't believe in coincidence i believe that god is orchestrating my life and how could I not think that? I mean, he he's taking care of me. Like, anybody else in my situation just really wouldn't have a job. Wouldn't have, they would have been struggling to just catch up to life. And I literally did never, ha- I never had to struggle. I was with a person for 15 years that I struggled with. and I And God told me I needed to get out. But he still took care of me. He still made sure that I developed the strength to get out and it it took a, it was a choice. He couldn't do it for me. God couldn't make me get out. And finally it got to a point where I would rather have absolutely nothing and have, you know, literally no money, no job, no car, no anything and be homeless than to live in the way that I was living and I was it was even affecting my relationship with God because I would pray and I would get and even though this other person claimed to be a Christian I would get judged and and you know put down for praying and for having a relationship with God and I would it would make my my relationship with God suffer so Anything that makes your relationship with God suffer is not a positive thing, and you need to get rid of it, whatever it is, because, or whoever it is, because your relationship with God should be number one most important thing ever since it became number one for me. I have been taken care of. And, um, so that's my story. And, um, Sorry I spent so much time talking your ears off. But uh, I got to get actual work done for my job. So thank you guys so much. And um, hopefully you guys will tune into my next podcast. And I'm spreading love, light, and positivity. Um, and have a great day. Bye.